Hi everyone, welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Thibaut. And I'm Ara. Every week, we interview thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. During 30 to 45 minutes, we will deep dive into topics like modern prospection, pipeline management tactics, or innovative sales tools to help you navigate the complex world of B2B sales. We're on a mission to change the way society sees sales. This profession is one of the most rewarding ever, yet many people are afraid to do sales or they choose this career by default. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs. If you want to know more about our sales training and coaching programs, go to www.saleslabs.io. I repeat, www.saleslabs.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom and enjoy the show. So yeah, welcome everyone to this uh, new episode of the Sales Lab Virtual Tour, which will in turn become a new episode of the B2B Sales Podcast. So today's guest is uh, Roger Figueredo. My God, I think I said it properly, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, how to involve your sales development team when you're hiring new SDR. So it's going to be a live interview. If you have questions, you can actually drop them in the chat. Uh, and we'll answer them as we go. But uh, before we start, Roger, maybe can you tell us a bit more about yourself, who you are, what you're doing? Yeah, my name is Roger, and um, and you did a good job with my last name, by the way. Um, it's not an easy one, so yeah, good job. Um, I, 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 I lead marketing and sales development here at Hashtag Paid, and we're an influencer marketing platform, so we sell to other businesses uh, we sell to consumer brands. So there's big ones like Nestle and Unilever and Starbucks and they're, uh, you know, startups like direct to consumer brands and e-commerce brands that are just launching um, like Big Blanket, like Native Deodorant, et cetera. Um, so th those are the type of people that we sell to. So as you listen to me and as you hear some of our process, you know, you, you use that as a filter um, so you understand the type of companies that we're going after. Um, and then apply it to maybe your your circumstance or um, to your situation. So yeah, marketing and sales development, sales development here at Hashtag Paid. Okay, okay, great. And so uh, can you tell us a bit more about before Hashtag Paid, like uh, where you're coming from? What's your kind of background? Yeah, I, believe it or not, I used to be a, I used to be a musician, toured a bunch. And I, what I learned was that my favorite part uh, was actually the, the marketing of the band and um, the actual management. And so I slowly just gravitated towards um, marketing. Um, I love graphic design. I love video. I love photography. I was a wedding videographer, a wedding photographer. And then I got into, someone believed in me and said, hey, you should be on my marketing team. It was a tech company here in Toronto. They believed in me. They brought me on. They taught me a bunch of stuff. And here I am today. So just bounce around a couple startups in Toronto and, and here I am. Nice. And what, what were you, what kind of instrument were you playing? I was uh, a guitar and lead singer. Okay. Oh, nice. Were you playing like rock or what was the kind of style? Yeah, it was like pop rock. Okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm also into music. I used to play guitar, never played like tour or anything. I'm playing clubs like DJ and everything, but okay. yeah. I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool, but it's very hard to uh, make a living out of it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty challenging. Even if you're super talented, it's a very unfair and tough world. I get the impression. It's a tough world for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so, so now we're going to talk about, um, so for background at hashtag paid, you are, uh, when we prepared the, this, this um, interview, you were experiencing a crazy growth. It seems like now it's getting crazier and crazier. You got two awards uh, that kind of like got public yesterday or a few days ago. Can you maybe tell us a bit more about that and uh, what's happening for hashtag paid? Absolutely. Yeah, we've um, we've been growing really, really, really fast, especially since the launch of our platform, um, our self-serve influencer marketing tool. And um, and so, yeah, we, we, we are on Deloitte's Fast 50 here in, in our country, uh, in Canada, and we're on Deloitte's Fast 500 for the U.S. and Canada for, for North America. So we're pretty happy. We're experiencing a lot of growth. We're ahead of some some great companies. So very proud of our team. And I think there's a couple more awards coming that I don't know if we can talk about yet, but it, it seems like we're just slowly on a roll here um, doing some great things. The team's working really hard. You know, um, when I think of how we got here, I think back to some of the internal meetings that we have and the people we have genuinely care about our customers, whether they're an SDR, a customer service rep, a developer, we're always thinking about, they're always thinking about, well, how's the customer going to respond to this? What's the best thing for the customer here? When we're thinking of our sales process, what's best for the customer here? And so it's, it's no surprise that this team's been able to get on these lists here. Really proud of them. Okay. And so what do you think are the, uh, so there's this customer focus, that is one big thing. You also talked about the self-serve platform, which is a good, uh, also a good thing. What do you think are the, um, say, uh, underlying reasons for this huge growth? Well, there's a couple. And uh, I try to be sober about our growth as well. We're in a category that's doing quite well. Influencer marketing is very popular. Um, I, it, it, I think the, the forecast has changed for the next couple of years. The last time I checked, it was like 22 billion by 2015 or 2014 or whatever it is, or 2025 or 2024 or something. I forget. It's, it's a growing category. And so in a sense, you know, um, all boats lift. Um, but we're doing some incredible things in influencer marketing. So the way we approach it is very different than, than you know, the hundreds of competitors that are out there. We don't allow, for example, people to search for influencers. Um, we actually just intake what you want to do right through a brief. And then we algorithmically pair you with the right people who are already fans of your brand. So it cuts down on hours and hours of searching um, for influencers, which is the hardest part of building an influencer marketing program. So yes, influencer marketing is doing really well. That's one reason Two, we have, we're, we're very different than the competition, than the competition we've we help people do things differently so that they don't have to hire more headcount to manage their influencer marketing programs. So that's another reason. And then I think it's just the execution has been from our team has been, has been top notch. Okay. Okay. I see. Are you, are you also uh, doing like uh, covering like LinkedIn for influencer marketing? Because I know it's typically on uh, Instagram or Twitter, uh, but LinkedIn is starting, you know, I'm starting to kind of personally I'm working I have the podcast and everything I'm work, I'm starting to discuss with like companies that are interested in sponsoring. So I'm starting to have all the problem around that. So are you, are you happy to? Yeah, I, we might get there. Some of our, our the people, you know, we're an influencer marketing company, but I think um, we partner with influential people um, in our space, right? So not influencers, maybe 
the way we would traditionally think of them. They're, they're thought leaders in our space. We partner with them, but we partner with them on the channels that our customers are on. So for us, Twitter is big. So we tend to do most of our stuff with our thought leaders and with our partners on, on Twitter more so than on LinkedIn because our customers are not as active there. Okay. Okay. I see. Okay. Got it. And but so LinkedIn is big for influencer marketing, 100%. I mean, if you look at Dave Gearhart, if I'm not mistaken, Gong sent him a pair of Air Jordans or something not too long ago because he was praising Gong. It was a very natural thing. It wasn't a paid thing, but there was, you can start seeing the influencer relationships there on, on LinkedIn happening for sure. It's weird. I also praised Gong and I didn't receive anything. Weird. <laughs> like, there's a huge audience and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely great. Yeah. Um, and so as a, as a consequence of this huge growth, you're hiring many SDRs. Um, so how many have you hired so far and how many are you hiring more? Yeah, um, we, we, we've hired, I think, three or four here in the last month, uh, last month or two. And we kind of have the process open. Um, we have, you know, we have our model for next year and what we need to do. We have our. You just unmute. Yeah, you muted yourself. No, it's good. <laughs> we, we like to think uh, we have our plan for next year. I was saying, sorry. Um, but we like to think that if the right SDR reaches out to us, we, we leave the job opening up because if, if they do a good job prospecting us and they get our attention, then we want to bring them onto the team and just, you know, grow a little bit faster. Okay. Okay. I see. And so, so what kind of traits are you looking for in, in these SDRs? Yeah. Um, good question. One of the things that we look for is, um, I, I, I'll try to think of different stuff that people don't normally answer, but one of, when we're going through my score, when I'm going through my scorecard, I have something called adventurousness, for example. Um, and what I'm doing there is I'm rating, when they prospect, how adventurous were they, right? Is this something new? Does this seem like something that requires a bit of adventure, a sense of adventure for this person? And, and the reason we do that is because the vision for the SDR team is for them not just to be SDRs. We want our SDR team to be content developers and content machines and influencers in a sense in their own right, right? We want, um, we want our SDRs to be much more than just sort of outbound cold calling machines. These are content machines and so if you have this sense of adventure in you, then we can lean on you to produce this content, right? You're, you're, that's why they're, they're on the marketing team. They're, they're, they're advancing our brand. And so I love when I meet with an SDR, the people we've hired, they have this sense of adventure. We had one candidate who we just hired. His name is Mustafa. He took our product. He actually took a, a, a screenshot of and He went into our product, right? So he signed up, he went into our product and he changed the image of the influencer to himself and he says, this uh, Mustafa is a top candidate um, for this SDR role. And he just changed all the words, but it was our platform. So when you read it, it looked like we were reading the profile of an influencer, but it was him. And he sent us, and then he did another one where it was, he made a record of our podcast. And he just, he had this, his content was really good. It was sharp. Um, he had some great ideas. He pushed back during the interview, he had some great thoughts. And so um, I, I loved his sense of adventure and his creativity there. So that's okay. one. I can go through the whole list if you want, but that's one of the, the more exciting ones, I think. Okay. I mean, I think it's, it's a very good thing to, uh, it's not very common also uh, because, because often you get curiosity or resilience persistence. But I think it, this is great, like the idea of uh, doing that because 
for me, I, I think, and you said something very important, is, uh, that's why they report to marketing. And I think uh, SDRs should report to marketing um, because of that, you know, it's like these, for me, there's so many tools that are coming that are really making our job so easy that a robot can do it better than us if it's a job of repetition and everything. That if you're not creative as an SDR, you won't have a job in five years, I think. And so your job is to actually make sure you become a content machine, as you said, that you produce some inbound leads. And it's not like, hey, we are hashtag pay, the 360 platform, whatever. It's more, hey, I'm this dude working for hashtag pay, and this is who I am. But you know, like then it's a, it's a personal brand that is attached to, to, to hashtag pay. And I think that's what is super important to develop is like people owning their brand and then like distributing it to the world. And then, you know, you're, you're, it's going to be interesting because what I find is a lot of people, we, we make business with people who are often similar like us. That's why also diversity in the DR team is very important because they're going to attract people who are similar, who have the same values. And if you have people who are very different, then you're going to get like a vast uh, like diversity of, of customers. So I think it's, it's a very good uh, trait to look for in this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, some great thoughts there. I agree. Yeah, and so what are, let's say, maybe two more traits you're looking for? <laughs> um, initiative. And um, again, this one is, yeah, another one is initiative. And what, what we're looking for there is, does this person initiate, right? I have, you know, when we post the, the job, uh, like a, a post or when Michael Galliano, who's our head of sales, a phenomenal sales leader, when he posts, we get a lot of inbound. And they're like, oh, I'd love to, you know, apply for this position. And then, you know, I, I do my best to respond back and say, hey, here's the process, right? Try prospecting on SDRs, try prospecting me. And then, you know, if they give you give us a thumbs up, we'll book a meeting. And we pretty much spell it out for them. And a handful of people uh, take initiative and actually prospect us. And so we're looking for initiative because if, if you can do that, then the chances are much higher now of when you come on board that you're going to have the initiative to go reach our customers and our prospects, right? Um, if you have the initiative, it's not something I need to coach you on once you get on board. This is something I don't have to worry about. So between adventurousness and initiative, you're already developing, you're already sort of filtering for an incredible SDR. Okay. So I have initiative there. Um, curiosity, growth, ambition is another one. Um, there's a couple words there, but what we're looking for there is someone who has a pattern of learning. Um, mm -hmm. so one of the questions Phil likes to ask, he's got great questions in interviews, but one of the questions he asks is, you know, what have you learned or what's the hardest thing you've learned in the last six months? Or, or what have you learned recently? And we ask it in different ways, but that, that's one sort of structure that it takes. And we're looking for, what have you learned? Have you taught yourself anything during COVID? Like we just hired one SDR, um, Sarah, and, it, um, she learned, she, she watched YouTube and learned tennis on her own, right? That, that, that is an example of someone who it's also probably hints at initiative, but it's, it, it's resourcefulness, there's growth, there's learning, there's a, a desire and a hunger to learn. Um, they're, they're just picking up skills. And between adventurousness and initiative, if you have someone who's going to continuously learn and grow and who's curious, man, those are things, again, that are really hard to cope coach through, right? I can coach through messaging and, and content development, but initiative, adventurousness and curiosity and growth and learning, it, those are hard to coach for. If you can find someone with those three, you've got a beautiful SDR on your hands. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's so important. 
Well, what do you think is, uh, um, I mean, because I think for me, what, what I've noticed is uh, I yesterday interviewed a guy named Kyle Roach, who's the director of uh, sales development at Socio. And uh, he was a teacher and now he's like, you know, heading the sales development team. And uh, he talked about the change in education that before you had like a classroom, a teacher, the teacher was the source of knowledge. And now knowledge is infinite. We all have access to it. So teacher is a facilitator. And so I, I find that personally, I really love learning by myself. I hate going to anything that is just like, I just love learning by myself. But I find that a lot, you know, we get this impression that the new generation, the generation Z or everything, it doesn't have any initiative at all. Do you think that's the case in your recruitment from people you see? Do you think it's hard to find initiative or is something easy to find? I don't think it's any harder than the old generation. You know, if you speak to, I think, my parents' generation or before, I, I think um, it's just a different type of initiative. They take initiative for maybe things they're more passionate about because they grew up different, right? My parents, they took initiative leaving one country and coming to this one. My dad came with one pair of shoes, one pair of underwear, a pair of jeans and a sweater and no money. You know, he didn't even have a hotel or a place to stay when he came and he got smuggled into the States and smuggled back into Canada. So it was a different type of initiative then. But then... You know, I think in that generation, if you ask them to go learn something, for example, on YouTube, they're like, no, I'm not going to do it. And so I think this generation has a lot of initiative. I think they just have initiative for different things and, and different passions. And I think it takes a really good coach and a really good mentor to sort of extract those, find what those are and sort of point them in the right direction and then enable them. Um, but I wouldn't say there's any lack in initiative from, from, from our generation or from the new generation, millennials, Gen Z, whatever it is. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's any less initiative. No. In fact, I might argue that there's, I might argue that there's maybe more, but maybe another. What makes you think that? You, they're passionate. Young people are really passionate. Look at how many e-com brands or D2C brands are starting. Look how many, the number of entrepreneurs that exist today. And I know things are much easier today because we have tech and tools and, and, and the resources. Um, look at the creator economy how many creators exist influencers right like these are people who are going out and they're taking initiative on creating content they're maybe pursuing careers that their parents don't understand they're pursuing careers that are maybe uncertain they're not you know a nine to five job with a pension um and so you have to hand it to this new generation they're doing things that are really different they're, they're going into the unknown in a sense so maybe not more I, again maybe I, I probably settle on i think it's a different type of initiative I wouldn't knock this current generation at all. Yeah, I think, as you said, the uh, revolution is that we have so many tools. I think we are one of the first generations uh, to have uh, uh, so many tools and be able to kind of like create our revenue by ourselves without the need for anyone else. Uh, and also one thing is a harsh reality is that all the pensions and everything that uh, were granted for our parents, I don't think we will, uh, we will see it. So we have to find ways to create our own wealth uh, and do it now when we're young and have energy because the state will not take care of that. There's a really great book um, called The Sovereign uh, Individual, which is like the Bible of uh, crypto, basically, where you know, it's, uh, uh, I really, really love crypto, but basically what we see is that people are, are really like, uh, they don't really believe in states anymore because I think the way states and governments are done is not really adapted to the way the world works now. You know, where basically before it was like a state and the state emerged to protect 
from the like so the first kind of state were like the kings you know in a kingdom that will protect you so you will uh, farm for them give them some uh, some of that and they will protect your wealth and then the state took over and now like the state was like a nation and the concept of nation is changing shifting and there's huge problems that are coming around that and so i think like the fact of having a state you say i'm based in canada i'm, in, I'm based in germany and i pay and i stay there forever and then you know the government pays me back for my kind of like service and uh, week monthly investment, basically. I don't think that's going to hold in 20, 30, 40 years. So we have to have this initiative. And I think the fact that we have these tools really help. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's, there's a big movement, especially on LinkedIn, about people starting their own businesses and making their own wealth for sure. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you, uh, uh, as you said, Dave Garrett is great for that. Justin Welch is also really amazing for that. So uh, well, yeah. A lot of great, uh, great content if people create that. Um, so can you tell me a bit more about the your unconventional approach to hiring? So because you, you we talked about that before, but you're not like uh, going through the typical interview process. It's a bit different. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, so what normally what, what we have been doing or we had been doing was we had a recruiter who would go out and, and either sort of try and, 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 and get people who are on the market um, or she, um, they'd field inbound requests or inbound. And what I found was I was spending a lot of time on 15 minute phone calls and then on 45 minute interviews and then on presentations that ultimately wouldn't, wouldn't lead to, uh, to, um, to a close. And it was very, very time consuming. And so we're, when we're thinking about and we, we brought on and through all of that, we did find some incredible people and we looked at the traits and, and I, I, and I, and I thought, you know, why is Delia so successful? Like what makes her so incredible or what makes this person or that person? And I started picking out things that made them successful. And I said, well, how could I measure this outside of an interview? Because it's very difficult to assess those things, initiative and, and curiosity and adventurousness in an interview in, in 15 minutes or 30 minutes and in an hour presentation. Like it's, it's going to, how can I do this by proxy? And so what we, what, what I thought of was, okay, well, how do I test for initiative? Well, I, I need to make maybe the hiring process can involve a, a, a step that involves you taking initiative without direction. And so that's sort of, it was, it was born out of a necessity because I am a little bit strapped for time and the, the quality candidates coming through wasn't super high. And so it was born out of necessity. And so I thought, okay, all of my criteria, what's a different way to figure this out that isn't in the form of a question. And so that's how the process was born. And at a high level for whoever's listening and thinking of joining hashtag paid, it's, you just have to prospect our SDRs as if they were outbound, an outbound customer, you prospect me, prospect whoever else you want at the company. If you think it's going to help, but you prospect them, our, our SDRs, of course, they're, they're, this is an HR issue. So we're, of course, we, we don't share information liberally as a team. We deliberate and say, you know, was this, Hey, this person did something pretty creative. What was your outreach like? Or what was your outreach like? And then um, we say, okay, this is worth a 30 minute meeting. And so we book it on the calendar and then the SDRs come in. We have great SDRs. So I trust them to be in our interview process. They're really respectful. They ask great questions. They can push. Um, 
And then as a team, we say, you know, what do we do? Do we move this forward? Do we not move it forward as a team? And, um, and I trust their judgment because they're in it every day. They know what it takes. So I trust them and they move on to a presentation. And so there we have our senior SDR, who's part of the, the final step, helping us make that decision. And she's doing an incredible job. Okay. And so what kind of results do you have with that? So we've, 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 when did we, when did I start posting about this? Maybe September, I think, um, I think, I think September. Yeah. So we've had our conversion rate. So we have three hires. We may have moved maybe five people to a presentation. So the close rate is pretty high. Um, we've had very few interviews as a team. So it might be everybody who had an interview for the most part went to the presentation. Um, and it hasn't taken up a lot of time. So I would say the results are quite high. There's not a lot of inbound in the sense there's not a lot of people who will get that meeting. Um, but that's okay because it also doesn't suck up our time, right? We only, we only give the interview to the person who, or to the people who really go out of their way. So the results have been really good, both in volume. We're one higher ahead of our schedule because Mustafa was just great. He's our most recent hire. He was just phenomenal. So we were like, we have to bring him on. So we did. So we're one higher ahead of schedule. We're on track and the, the SDRs are really high quality. Gabriel just started on Tuesday. First day, he's pushing back and saying, you know, I think maybe there's area for improvement here. That's the kind of people we want. We want them on day one to start adding value to our team to start making us better. Okay, nice. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, then it's like, uh, you, you get what you, what you pay for. We could say it's like, if they take all this initiative, they will actually be taking it when they're on the job and that's what you want. And uh, I think it's amazing because uh, I was yesterday talking with an SDR who's in a, a company where they have no freedom at all. It's just like they're not coached and whenever they do a call, it's like, hey, do more calls, do more emails, reach your targets, that's it. And so they have no, she has no career path like visibility. She doesn't know where she can go. And uh, she's just like, there's no, they, they are not, not open for free for freedom around that. And so I think it's, it's really annoying. But whenever you're like starting, at hashtag paid from what I understand, you can really have an impact. You also told one of your SDRs is taking care of a podcast. Um, yeah, like <laughs> AJ. Yeah, yeah AJ's, AJ's totally. Yeah, we have a podcast called the D2C Growth Show. And I started, I launched it, I kicked it off. We have some incredible, wonderful guests, very smart people. And AJ is just a, is very good on camera. AJ is an incredible SDR. He's great on camera. He's an incredible speaker, charismatic. Um, we're chatting and I said, why don't you try hosting one? And he did. And it was great. It was great feedback. And so he's going to start doing them and he's doing all these reviews on products. Now you can catch them. They're going to be coming out very soon, but he's actually doing product reviews for us. We have this thing where we, we purchase an e-com product. So I think the latest one he did was a Theragun, the massage gun. Um, so he, he has a video, it's coming out. He scores it. He scores the whole process, right? So from shipping to, unboxing to actually using the product to the onboard the email onboarding, et cetera. He's going to do a whole product review video and he's an SDR, but he's the, he's like almost like the face of our company soon. Um, and, and Danny, who just started not too long ago, he's going to be launching a podcast as well for our enterprise customers. Um, if you have a great idea, bring it up. We want to, we want to, we want to make sure that they're, that we're having fun, that these people are, creating content for hashtag pay, they're building their own brands and they're building our brand at the same time. So. Yeah, I think it's, it's amazing because it's, uh, um, 
it's it's such an interesting process if you take ownership on that and uh, for them it's great because it's not like hey if you reach target you're gonna get like a voucher or something it's more you know it's like create that create your personal brand create your future and uh, also benefit hashtag paid i was talking also with a prospect like uh, on tuesday and she was telling me oh yeah we have a podcast and uh, it's good podcast uh, and every time we, we get uh, guests we send them and the podcast is hosted by the cmo and the thing is great but podcasts I mean, if you actually are trying to sell, I think podcasts are great if they are hosted by you or by the SDR team and not by like an executive or whatever, because the SDR teams, they actually, they need to actually know what are the, like what kind of problems their customers are having. And one of the best ways to do that is to interview them, interview prospects, and then you can have this conversation and, and then, you know, kind of start an opportunity. It's one of the best ways to do that. For me, I can tell you, um, I did like a sequence with the Revenue Collective where I scrapped like everyone in Revenue Collective, sent some uh, connection requests to invite people on the podcast. And now like, it's booked until the end of December. And I had great conversations, some opportunities, introductions. And that's that's very easy because you're giving first. You're not like taking away from them. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. I, and you said something there that is so interesting. And that is by getting the SDR to do this interview. So by getting him to do this interview or this podcast, he's learning about our customers. Don't you think that's going to make him a better SDR when he's prospecting someone? Now, all of a sudden, when he's prospecting and say, hey, listen to this conversation I had with the founder of this brand. All of a sudden now, he, he you build your SDRs. The SDRs, I don't know, traditionally they have, you were sharing about an SDR who has no flexibility. It's just make more dials, make more emails. And I think sometimes SDRs are looked at as like, well, this is where you start off your career. It's seen as sort of the sort of lowest on the totem pole. And that's, for me, I challenge that thinking because the, they're the first touch point that your prospects are going to have with your brand. So these need to be some of your smartest and best people. Yeah. By having your SDRs do podcasts or do interviews or create content, by the time they're doing their outbound prospecting, they look like authorities. They look like influential people in your space. And for me, it's 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 crazy. It's very wild that people don't do this. Like I love it when my SDRs get on a call and they sound really, really smart. My my SDRs, my not my SDRs, our SDRs, I can't take credit because they do the a lot of the, they do all the hard work. They are better marketers than some of the marketers I know. Yeah. They are, we go through marketing books together as a team and they know more about marketing than some of the marketers I know. So that makes your STR team very good when they're going and selling to marketers. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's great because often, you know, there's something where on LinkedIn, you see a lot of sales advice and it's very easy to build a brand around sales. I mean, it's very easy, you know, because then it's super crowded, but you know, whenever you're in sales and selling something in sales, like, if you're selling for Gong, it's great. You talk about your job, you're going to attract your ICP and it's great. Um, but one problem I see, and I think that's why a lot of people don't really start this kind of content or building podcasts, is they think they are in sales and they, they are selling cybersecurity or IT or whatever. That's not going to attract their ICP. And so they, they don't really know what to do. And so for me, I always say, first, interview your uh, prospects, interview your ICP. You will learn a ton of things. Then you can reuse that as a piece of content that will attract other people who are similar. And then second, the like focus on problems, problem-centric content. You don't need the authority or whatever. You will become one because you're talking about problems and solutions. And that's the thing. You're not saying, hey, uh, here's how you do this or whatever, because you don't have experience like uh, 10 years of experience like prospecting, but you just like share your learning, your, your journey, learning that. And it's just a great way to generate opportunities and build a brand as a byproduct. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. 
I, it's yeah, it's it's very, very short-sighted when companies don't do this. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an investment, but uh, I think more and more companies realize that. But uh, for the ones you know, like you, that are doing it, then you see huge growth, and uh, and uh, that, that's also as you said, there's like it's it's a movement, it's a wave, but it's also executing on that because execution is not that easy. I can tell you, uh, for me, I'm also on a wave and I'm not like a millionaire yet or whatever. Uh, so it takes also good execution. So it's not just a, just a, a movement there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it takes good execution. And the more people do it, the more your execution has to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now is the time because uh, don't you know so many people do it and it, it's really nice. Um, and so what's the effect of all of this? Whenever you're hiring and you're hiring new uh, uh, reps, uh, involving your team, what are the effects? Because you, someone could say, oh, they are away from uh, what they should be doing, booking calls or generating opportunities. But what's the effect on them on that? I mean, let me, hang on, let me pull it up. I'll tell you right now. Um, our SDR who's most involved in the process hit 100% of target two days ago for this month. And we're only on the, so she hit target on the 17th. Well, um, our other SDRs involved in the product product is going to hit target today or tomorrow. So, and we're not, the month's not over. So they're performing. I, I mean, someone always taught me, I didn't, I had a mentor and I didn't know what he was doing for a long time. And he's like, man, you treat people the way you see them in the future. And, and let me say that in other words, um, I don't treat my, um, that's condescending. Let me say it another way. <laughs> I say it in a way that's not condescending. But you, you, you see the potential of people and you tell them and you show them, this is what I think of you. This is the potential I see in you and what I expect from you. And all of us, and people, and if, it, if, if it's genuine, if it's authentic, people get there. And that's what we're seeing with our SDR team. Yes, you're pulling them away from their job for a little bit to get into these interviews, but it's also a learning process for them. And it's also encouraging for them. And it's also telling them like, wow, I'm seeing a lot of crappy outreach, a lot of lack of initiative. Man, I'm actually pretty good at my job. I'm more than just an SDR. I'm, I'm one of the best SDRs, right? It gives yeah. them confidence. It gives them encouragement. And so, and, and it starts with a team and a culture, a company culture that believes in them and sees the potential in them. That's where it starts. Because if, if you believe in their potential, then you're going to give them opportunity according to the potential you see in them. Um, you're going to look beyond, you know, the, the traditional title of sales, sales development rep or SDR, BDR, whatever you call it. You're going to look beyond that. And you're going to say, this is your potential. This is, this is what I'm going to expect from you, your potential, not the other stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's great. I don't know. Uh, I hope there was, I hope nothing there was condescending in any way or, or, or negative. I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is our SDRs have potential and I, I just expect that potential from them. And I give them opportunity according to that potential. That's all. Yeah, I think it's great. And uh, also from an interview I, I did recently is um, uh, that the, the guest was saying like, it's becoming a, a career in itself also. Uh, and for some companies, you just like, because historically it was like, you cut your teeth for 18 months, like doing cold calling. And then if you're lucky, you jump to AE and you forget about this uh, dark uh, 18 months of your life, you know? And so, uh, and so, <laughs> And so that's now it's different because if you do that, you're creating that, you're being creative and, uh, and, and you're like creating strategies, experimenting, then it's a super interesting job. 
it's not it's not always the same you know there's kind of like outreach which is your main thing but you can build a lot of things around that and then you develop so many skills you like learn how to do a landing page how to do design uh, how to use tools that are actually super uh, like super simple to use but takes a, takes a bit of learning and then you know you're really developing uh, I would say entrepreneurial skills. And that's the thing is if you're able to generate opportunities, start conversations and, you know, like build that new relationship, I would say you have all the skills you need to be an entrepreneur and uh, the most important ones. So I think it's, it's a very nice entrepreneurial uh, uh, preparation. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a good career path actually in self right now. Yeah. Totally. And, and we, we, you know, I ask our, our SDRs, where do they want to be in the future, right? What, what is it? And, and I can't take credit for this. Like Michael Galliano on our team is an absolute beast of a salesperson, but also beast of a coach and leader. Um, and part of our SD, like part of our SDR process, once we identify that you want to be in the account executive role is you start spending, Michael gives his own time. Like, and it's not a little bit of time. It's he coaches, he mentors for real. Any SDR who wants to go into the account executive role, you are getting thousands of dollars worth of mentorship and coaching from Michael, thousands of dollars worth for free by being an SDR. We look at where you want to be, and then we try to pair you or try to help you get there. The goal is not for you to be an SDR for five years. The goal is to get you through this, get you creative, get you doing things that you want to be doing in the future, and then sort of, you know, um, and, and help you get there. Um, and, and great credit to, to the to Michael for helping the SDRs who want to be AEs who are on our team, for helping them get there. We really invest in our people. Michael has been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he created the SDR Nation, so he's uh, definitely focused on uh, this, this category of people. So it's pretty cool. I'm going to drop that in here real quick. Our SDRs rave about SDR Nation. Yeah. SDR Nation makes my a lot easier yes the, the the coaching they get there the the not just from from mentors but also from like peer coaching and um and peer mentorship is phenomenal if you're an SDR listening to this highly recommend you apply to, to join the program yeah exactly no it's it's really really something something really interesting i think it's a great idea uh and uh, there's some great uh, great coaches and mentors so yeah it's it's really really nice uh, one last question for me is like so what are the career paths that are for your SDRs in the in hashtag paid? What are, do you have some defined or not yet? We do, yeah. So um, the obvious one is account executive. Um, and we have different account executives, right? We have our, our, our SMB, our mid-market and our enterprise account executive. So, you know, there'll be an opportunity to go into one of those roles. Um, but we're also open to moving people into other directions. So we're going to be hiring on a marketing team in the new year where, we're, we're, you know, we might if there's SDRs who show propensity towards marketing, we can bring them in. If there's SDRs who show propensity towards customer success, we can move them there. Um, it, it really, it, where there's an opening and where you want to be, we try to encourage you to go that direction. And I, I tell people, and I don't know if I, I don't know if it's wrong or not, but if someone wants to go into a role, wants to be in a role that's not available at hashtag paid right now or in the near future, in sort of their time frame. I'm more than available. Uh, again, we hire good people. So I, I'm okay and comfortable vouching for that person and getting them a gig in their desired role at somewhere else and using my network to get them there. So our goal is, so it, it, it hashtag paid, it's marketing, customer success product, you know, the, the regular departments that other companies have. Um, and if it's not available here, I'm more than happy to encourage them and to support them getting a gig somewhere else. Okay. We don't okay. want to lose them, of course. 
they're great people. <laughs> oh, it breaks my heart. But you know, it would break my heart more to have them stuck here in this role. You know, you want to see them flourish and and become. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's great. It's it's uh it's it's really interesting, and I think it definitely looks like a great place to to work. So uh, you've created like this environment that uh, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of companies don't, don't do that. So I think it's uh, it's really nice, and it's really a hot kind of uh, uh, sector. You know where influencer marketing is exploding. It's been exploding for years, but it's like going crazy now, and uh, it's it's very exciting to see where it's going. Amazing, man! Yeah, it is pretty exciting. Yeah. And so, yeah, so where can people get the, you know, like now you have some time to pitch whatever you're gonna pitch. So uh, where can people like find you, find what you're doing or get more of you basically? Yeah, I already pitched the SDR Nation. I have no, other than me being very good friends with Michael, I have no other affiliation to them. I just, I, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, if you wanna, if you have any questions, I'm on LinkedIn. Twitter's probably my favorite place to hang out. Feel free to message me on Twitter. Um, email, email's pretty easy to find. Um, you can email me. I'm, yeah, if you want help, if you're looking for a gig and you need help, message me. I normally take, you know, there are pe people who have prospected us who haven't been quite there, but I, I, I saw that they put in the effort. I take time to talk with them 10, 15 minutes, give them some help, advice, coach them however I can. If that's you, feel free to reach out. Happy to help. Yeah, I'll drop uh, the links, you know, to the to your Twitter and LinkedIn uh, uh, accounts and uh, also hashtag paid in the notes so people can get in touch. And uh, to people who are listening there and trying to find a job, is it like uh, um, people have to be based in Toronto or is it remote friendly? Yeah, no remote friendly, yeah. Okay, so if you basically uh, are looking for a gig, you know what you have to do, just listen to that and think about what Roger said. And then you have a playbook, just like take the time to listen to 45 minutes of that and you'll get everything you know to actually uh, get in front of them. As easy as that. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear, you can actually go for a small gift on my website. It's www.saleslabs.io slash ULOS. I repeat, www.saleslabs.io slash ULOS. It's my ultimate LinkedIn outreach sequence. You'll be able to download it, directly use it, and you'll be signed up for the newsletter. And every Thursday, you'll receive the latest episode.